This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Small Biz. Small Biz America. And welcome back, David Wolf, Small Biz America on the Biz Talk Radio Network. We're visiting with Eddie Minland. He's the author of Revealed Smart Selling Strategies, and he can be found at eddiemindlin.com, E-D-D-Y-M-I-N-D-L-I-N. Eddie, we're talking about, uh, well, we spent some time talking about some of your uh, strategies that are available in your video course, um, and we wanted people to know that uh, you can purchase uh, any one or all of 11 courses that Eddie produced that teaches really and shares his insights and experience around a variety of subjects. So we talked about cold calling a little bit. You've got some some new courses that I'm not aware of. Which one would you like to take for this segment and uh, sort of unpack for us? I think uh, talk about retail, Dave. Oh, that's a great idea. Retail all sales, right. people. All right, so retail selling is, okay. I'm going to toss it to you. Uh, okay. Well, the thing I want people to know about retail sales is, and in my experience in my life has mostly been outside sales calling on people, but I did grow up in the retail business in Kansas City. My parents had women's clothing stores, and I've called on flooring stores for 35 years, so I know quite a bit about retail. The point is with retail, whether you own the store or you're a salesperson, you have to look at it as though you own your own business. And so if you have 50 customers or 200 customers, you have to be highly organized, have a database, know what your customers like to buy, when they like to buy, a little bit about their family, all those kinds of things. So when there's a sale or new merchandise comes in, you send information out. I know people that make well over $100,000 working at retail stores like Dillard's or any kind of clothing store or things like that because mm-hmm. they own their own business. They don't just wait for somebody to walk in the door. So they treat it like an entrepreneur. In other words, they really own, own in quotes, right? They own the relationships, they own the book of business, and they really take time to bond and, and truly have a heartful bond with people, right? That's, that's exactly right. And I know most salespeople, again, they just kind of wait around for somebody to walk in. But there's, yeah. there's a lot of waiting around time in a retail store. So if they can start a database and accumulate the list of customers, you know, and look, make it easy for the customer. When they know who, yeah. when a birthday's coming up for somebody or anniversary, they, they're proactive. Yeah. Eddie, one of the things that is, I'll call it the benchmark of your systems, is the system itself. Each of these categories, these par- the, 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 the um, areas of sales that you focus on, 
uh, one thing is common to all of them, and that is you are a, a huge advocate of systematizing the approach to the sales process. So talk to us a little bit about how you like to teach systems and uh, implementing systems. Okay. Well, I have my own systems, which I explain Ladies to all of my clients. This my is They're free. I mean, everybody can you know, see them. I should say they're free. I mean, if they buy my book, which is not expensive. but So I share that openly with, with everyone. And then what I do is I tell people that they need to come up with their own system. So I give them my systems to think about, but in no way do I try to force them to use my systems. And I think that's a big difference between the way I handle sales coaching and other sales coaches that come in and give a talk to 30 people and say, here's how you need to do it. To me, that's a big turnoff because we all have our own brain and we all think, you know, certain ways. So I think that's a, that's a powerful part. As far as specifically with my systems, on my desk, I have two stacks of uh, files or projects that I'm working on. And one stack, as you know, Dave, is projects that I'm going to be following up on this month because follow-up is absolutely critical. The other stack is for projects that I'm following up on in subsequent months. And I'm constantly reviewing these stacks. And then the two other things that I do is I have a calendar that I write down all the appointments that I'm going to go on to see my clients face-to-face. And then finally, I have a weekly to-do folder, which is all the phone calls that I make. So I'm highly organized with my systems. And whether you know somebody wants to do all this on the computer or they want to do it on paper like I do, it makes no difference. Yeah. The critical thing is they must have systems. Systems are, are, and by the way, sales is a business itself, and so we always say, and this is, you know, thank you, Michael Gerber, but we, we like to say that systems are what help you work on the business, not in the business. The systems run the business, and the people and the owner run the systems. So uh, uh, systems are kind of ubiquitous to, to goal setting and getting anything done uh, of value, and sales is no different. It is a business of sales. So uh, I so appreciate that. Uh, we've got a couple minutes left. Uh, any other uh, course areas that you'd like to unpack for us before we uh, let you go? Well, I think, as you alluded a little bit earlier, the psychology of selling is so yeah. critical. I mean, yeah. follow-up is important organization, and there's you know, sales management. But, but really the one thing that I think a lot of people in business and, and sales overlook is psychology. So, number one, every salesperson really needs to understand themselves. And this is not an easy thing to do. It takes a lot of soul-searching and talking to friends and you know, getting advice from people and what am I good at, what am I weak at, what do I do that bothers people. And and we all have good and bad, so there's nothing, a big problem with that. We just have to understand, and as I've shared with you before, I mean, my my, uh, tendency is to talk loud and things like that, and so I've learned to talk softer sometimes if my client is a a quieter kind of a person. So number one, we need to learn our own psychology, and then number two is we have to learn the psychology of every client that we work with because they are not going to change, and we must adapt to their way of talking, way of communicating, all those kinds of things. So psychology is a huge part of life and a huge part of sales. Well, this it is a huge part of both life and sales together, for sure. And one of the things I really appreciate about you and your approach is that it is elastic. It allows for adapting to personality styles. It incorporates different personality types that we are. This is so, so critical because there is a broad spectrum. I mean, at the two extremes uh, of the spectrum, 
you know, I mean, you've got a severe introvert. Uh, I mean, there. look, you could take assessments and, and come up, and uh, these assessments spit out reports that are quite fascinating. I'm not going to dig into that now. But you and I both know that, that you've got this broad spectrum of people, and, and we have to be able to adapt and not always do it our way. The other thing you said that I think is quite crucial is that we are a part of that relationship, right? So we're looking at the world through the lens of our strengths and weaknesses. And if we're not self-aware about how we communicate and not aware that loud and talking too fast or what have you or talking too much might rub a certain personality type the wrong way and you're not able to read what kind of personality uh, that you're dealing with at the other end of the conversation, this can be uh, very destructive. Uh, on the other hand, it can be highly constructive if you can, in a, just a few moments, adapt, right? There's no question about that. You have to be able to figure it out very quickly. I've walked into many appointments. I've walked into many appointments, and the person that I'm going to meet with doesn't even sit down. So I realize that they're in a hurry, so I've got to go quickly. And then there's other times you walk in, and they say, come on into my office or my conference yeah. room. And so you've got to let them be the lead on how much time you're going to be there. Speaking of in a hurry, we got to go. We're coming up on a hard break. Eddie Minland is the author of Revealed Smart Selling Strategies. Really appreciate you being with us, uh, Eddie. Thank you for uh, joining us on the program, and uh, we'll do it again for sure. I'll uh, hit the website. It's eddiemindlin.com, E-D-D-Y-M-I-N-D-L-I-N.com. Great stuff for the sales professional. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Dave. All right, we're going to talk about branding with Perry. Uh, sorry, Vince Perry will join us after the break. Stay with us. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.